This week's episode of Facts is brought to you by Roscoe Soul Train Beats on SoundCloud. Search SoundCloud for Roscoe Soul Train Beats, brother. Facts! doing folks welcome to facts where we talk about the facts our thoughts and opinions on pop culture movies and television my name's roscoe and i'm justin and today we got a special guest oh i gotta name myself okay cool <laughs> oh no no sorry all right, all right, all right. <laughs> ross come on man uh, we we have a special guest today by the name of dano flores and you might recognize dano from the popular amazing youtube channel the dano channel oh you're too kind or dano after dark which i'm not sure what dano after dark is <laughs> But it sounds good. It sounds dirty. And I promise it will be. How's it going, Dano? Man, it's good to have you on. It's, it's good. Thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I am a big Disney nerd, first off. just That's that's life. It's all the Disney nerdy stuff. But like you mentioned, I have a YouTube channel, the Dano channel. And a couple other little channels that have videos here and there that won't fit on the family-friendly side. So that's where Dano After Dark comes in. Uh, but mostly what I do is a lot of toy unboxings, Disney Park stuff. I do a little bit of artwork here and there where I paint shoes. People seem to be into that. I love those shoes, man. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And this month you've been doing a, a vlog every yes, day, correct? Yes, Veda vlogging every day in April, which is a little bit harder than I thought it'd be. And it's not my first attempt. I failed every other time I've tried to do it. Yeah, last year I was checking out your stuff and I remember when you f- fall flat on your face on the, uh, the Veda every day. It didn't take that long, oh, yeah. but I, for whatever reason, this year... I feel like you've started really strong, and what are we? Oh, a weekend, we're a few yeah. days in, but I feel like, yeah, you're you're doing good, man. They're good. They're we'll decent, you know. Crossed, right? Yeah, no, they're they're all good videos. So I, I'm I'm liking the the vlog every day. Today, in April. Today's was good, ridiculous. It's a good thing. <laughs> Any, <laughs> I don't know if you had a chance. But. Which one was today's? Uh, I did. Have you ever seen that little girl who looks in the mirror and she says, "My whole house is great. I love my mom. I love my dad," and she's just like super positive. I basically just did a parody of that. <laughs> But with my own life, like awesome. as part of it, is really good. That's awesome. You can really explore, awesome. I guess, nice. your vlog style when you do something like that because you're constantly like looking for new things to do. Because, like, when you do a vlog and it's like a weekly vlog, you can kind of spend a lot of time to, you know, exactly think of what you want to do. But then when you got to do one every day, you really got to start like just thinking of you branch out and just do whatever. Yeah, it's like just whatever I feel like doing. Mm-hmm. I did a 360 video yesterday. You have like a 360 degree interactive where you can like, yeah, I got a 360 camera. I have another YouTube channel called 360 Land where I do like uh, Disney theme parks and stuff like that. And I'll ride while holding the 360 camera so you can move your phone around. That's your channel? That, kind of stuff. that is me. I'm 360 Land. I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't have a ton of subscribers or views or anything because the technology is still new. But yeah, so I kind of have my hands everywhere. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I feel like especially when you have like a niche 
audience that you do with like the Disney and because you're such a big Disney nerd, there yeah. is so many different avenues you can go with that. And, and because you're such a fan, you probably enjoy all those different avenues, you know, like going to the park and enjoying that aspect of it. You know, the movies is another aspect. I mean, there's so many things, especially the show that you're working on now for XD and Maker. Uh, that is a really cool project. Yeah, and that it was it was one project that we did, and I don't know if we're going to be able to do more episodes. Hopefully, we will. But if you haven't checked out, it's called Travel Size Adventures. It's on Disney XD. Uh, there's a whole section they have called Disney XD by Maker, where Maker Studios and Disney XD partner together with YouTube creators to make new shows. So ours is called Travel Size Adventures, and it's like a kids travel show. Where, you know, we're just going to go state for state to state and kind of just see you know what each one has to offer, but from a kid's perspective. Yeah, it's great. You guys. Yeah, you guys should watch it. You Thanks. should go check it out. We'll we'll link all the stuff down in the show notes um, for you guys to check out. Uh, he's got, like you said, he's got a lot of stuff, and he, I think all of it is very fascinating. <laughs> so, be, from from the the painting and stuff, and and the actually the new thing you're just talking to me about, where you're going to give us tips and tricks to bring the parks home. This is something yeah. you're working on. Yeah. So for the first time in a while, I did not renew my annual pass to Disneyland. I currently do not have an annual pass. I feel like this year it's just not worth it, but that doesn't mean I don't miss going mm -hmm. to the parks. Yeah. So I'm trying to find different ways on right. how I can bring the Disney park feel into my home and share that with other people. Cause I know there are a ton of people out there who have that same feeling. I really enjoyed how you took those uh, crates from Michael's and turned them into the, the jungle cruise um, entertainment center yeah. at your house. That was really cool. And it, it was, it's like an Actually, you know what? The whole Jungle Cruise theme you're going for in your house is, is oh, so thanks, cool. Um, but mentioning that you're a, a big Disney nerd, um, so where are you originally from? Uh, yeah, I grew up in New Mexico, spent a lot of time out there, and never got to go to Disney Park. And when did you move out to the Las Vegas area? Um, it wasn't... Okay, this is funny. This is actually really nerdy. This is this is the extent of my Disney nerddom, right? After high school, I wanted to move near Disneyland but I didn't want to pay the price of Southern California. So that's how we ended yeah. up in Las Vegas, literally because right. it was close enough that we could go all the time, but it wasn't so expensive. What's the drive like? Four hours? That's about four hours. Okay. That's yeah, not, not too bad, bad at all. Yeah. No, it's not bad at all. It's a quick yeah, drive. Nice. Yeah. From where I'm at, it's about six and a half, six okay. and a half with no traffic. And it's a, it's a grind, but I don't care. I, I got enough people that I want to see down there that it makes yes. it, it totally makes it worth it. And if I leave at the right times, I can just breeze in and out and it's, it's fantastic. But so when did you start really taking your artwork seriously? Because you pump out a lot of artwork. Um, seriously, probably about two and a half, three years ago, uh, I started painting shoes. I actually painted a pair for my girlfriend for Christmas. That was an R2D2 pair. And then like a year later I was at home. I take the day off work cause my son was sick and I was like, I should probably try to make money today. So I had painted her another pair, another Christmas with like a Disney castle and the world of color show on shoes. So I took a picture of it, got out my you know, fancy camera, took a picture of it and I put it up on Etsy that same day it sold. And I was like, oh crap, next day, I left the listing up, you know, the next day sold again. Every day I was getting a sale for that same pair of shoes. So I'm like, wait a minute, I'm onto something here. So I decided to sell them for cheap and say, if you want something different other than this, I'll do it for cheap so I can have new stuff to show. And I just started cranking them out, quit my job, started just doing that full time until I got completely burnt out. That's awesome. <laughs> I got to the point where I was like, I can't do these shoes anymore. So I started doing other <laughs> stuff like canvas and 
just kind of started branching out and got me into videos because I was at home all the time with my son who was only like three and he started watching YouTube. He picked up the remote and typed in cars. So he's watching YouTube videos. I'm like, Why, what is this? Started learning about EvanTube and Disney car toy videos and how these people are making videos online and getting paid. That's I'm like, crazy. wait a minute, I can do that with the shoes and the art. And then I got pulled into Disney YouTubers and now I just try every and anything that interests me. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's a great story. I was always wondering how that happened because you never know like what's going to lead you down the path where you end up. And it's always strange how one thing turns into the next, turns into the next, turns into the next. And, yeah. and you're also a musician too, correct? Because I saw yeah. that you posted a picture online the other day of a guitar. I think it might have even been today. Yeah, yeah, um, this morning. Did you ever play in any bands or anything? No, nothing notable. Nothing notable, just like a little local band here. We played a couple small shows, but nothing major. But mostly I was just into ska, punk music, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. And what are some of your favorite bands? Um, RX Bandits is one of my huge all-time yeah. favorites. I love them. They're just awesome. the best. Uh, the Deer Hunter, they're really good. Uh, and Mars Volta. I love oh, Mars Volta so much. Yes. So like the really like kind of crazy technical stuff, but then a little bit of funky, progressive stuff. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's and, weird because I say punk and ska, and none of those are really punk or ska. No, but I do listen to a lot of punk or ska aside sure. from them, my favorites. How about at the drive-in yeah, if definitely. you're a Mars Volta fan? Yeah, at and the nice. drive-in's awesome. Awesome. We're about the same age, and I, like, I grew up in that whole punk and ska era, and played with so many of those bands, and played a million and one shows. And honestly, like it's one of those time periods that you know, this it, like I don't really like. It's, I'm not one of those people that will like dwell on old music and like on the past and like. That's all I listen to, and that's all I'm all about. Because I like to, I like new stuff. I always like what's new, and you know, I always try to set up, find what's new out there. But I do have to say that that, you know, late mid to late '90s, early 2000s era of ska music, like the third wave ska, when it really started to take hold, was one of the funnest times as far as like going to see shows yeah. and live music, and and then it it just kind of crumbled and fell apart once new metal. Came came around <laughs> new metal was the new killer metal killed Scott. of fun it was just the, it, it killed fun it was like oh this there's this great movement and it's like this super like wonderful uh kind of nerdy and anti-racism and and like pro unity great scene and then it just gets crushed by corn and <laughs> limp biscuit it oh. sucked and then, and then out of the ashes of that came like, uh, what was that bit Thursday? And everybody uh, went from like being like new metal to like, no, it's okay for me to sing a little bit when I scream. Yeah, screamo Shit. and fighting invisible ninjas yeah. and mowing lawns and all that stuff. Yeah, it was a weird, weird know, scene. But I do have to say <laughs> that even though I was a fan of ska music, I, I also have purchased a corn, Limp Bizkit, and Thursday record. <laughs> During the time, so I, I guess at least you own I'm up a, to it. At least you're owning up to it. Yeah, you yeah. guys heard that here. <laughs> You've totally digressed, and today we're here to talk about the remake of the 1967 animated classic of the 1894 Rudy Kipling book of the same name, Jonathan Favreau's The Jungle Book. So, like I mentioned, it was it was written by Rudy Kipling, and this remake has been written by Justin Marks who is working on the Top Gun sequel and also wrote Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li. I think that The Legend of Chun-Li was like, it was I'm like not an sure indie if it was version. a It's like an indie movie. I do remember seeing that like in a video store. 
Okay. It's a weird. Yeah, it, it was like two thousand two or something. Oh, okay. It was a different movie. No, which I own. I own that on DVD. It's amazing. I remember seeing that in theaters when I was little. It was crazy. And we also mentioned that it was directed by Jonathan Favreau, who directed Iron Man one and two. Was also involved. He's also involved in and like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Swingers. That was his. Uh, Chef. Chef and was good. Elf. And he's Zathura. done a bunch of other stuff as Zathura. well. I, yes, he he, did, I think yeah. he was the mm-hmm. perfect person. Was that person. the space Jumanji? Yes, I think John Favreau is probably the perfect person to take on this property because he is going to bring a fair balance of practical and visual into this now from what i've seen though it's not a lot of practical it's pretty much all visual is what i heard it even the sets and stuff are all there it's it's like everything is cgi except for the boy really is what i heard and i heard they but it it looks so real and looks so good which is the most amazing part of it well there goes my dog in the this uh race i thought we were gonna have the dog died yeah man i thought we were (laughs) gonna have some like some aspects of of practical animals or or even sets or anything like that i don't know everything i I, I was reading that it was it was mostly cgi okay the boy was the big part that was actual real life that's cool you know honestly that doesn't bother me at all because like if you look at like older movies that were like pretty much all CGI with like a touch of like realism, like The Adventures of Tintin or uh, that other one, The Polar Express or Mars Needs Moms, like those movies were kind of like, uh, well, you know, the eyeballs were kind of dead looking and they were kind of, they, they didn't quite, they weren't ready for it, but I like the idea of having a, um, a live action boy mixed in with the background you know it's, with this style because tintin was fun it's funny that you bring that up because i i did a little bit of research uh for the facts section of this episode and you i guess this this now makes sense this uh about it being mostly cgi because the guys they have in the art direction uh or, or uh, the art directors um a lot of them have done things like um oz the great and powerful the adventures cool. of tintin um, awesome. What was the other one? Uh, Alice in Wonderland. I mean, you've got uh-huh. uh, this one guy, Ravi Ben Bensal. He's done a lot of. I mean, he's mostly doing the visual side for the art direction, but he's he's currently working uh-huh. on Suicide Squad, The Legend of Tarzan. Uh, he did Cinderella, Hunger Games, uh, cool. Hunger Games: Mockingjay Part awesome. One, Guardian of the Galaxy, X Men: oh, right Days of Future Past. So he's got some great stuff under his belt for the position that he's taking on uh, this. Plus, there's other people. Um, there's like four people just in that art direction uh, role for this movie. Cool. Um, the other cool thing is the costume designer that they have on this is Laura Jean Shannon, and she's done stuff like mm-hmm. Scott Pilgrim versus the World, Iron Man, mm-hmm. um, Elf. And it's funny, the parallels between some of these people and John Favreau. Oh yeah, you can tell he brought them on. Like Yeah. From what I've like heard about John Favreau is that everybody that works with him loves him. And everybody always wants to work with him. And and that's one of the reasons why I think this movie is gonna be awesome. And all those movies that you mentioned that these art directors have worked on, like those movies are all like visually I, I enjoyed all those movies. What about what about you, Dano? Did what were your thoughts on like the Oz and the Great and Powerful or uh, Alice in Wonderland remake that they did? I don't love them. I really don't. Like I'm a purist. I'm such an animation purist when it goes to that 2D classic Disney animation. Um, I I didn't hate the new Alice in Wonderland, 
and I'll probably see the new sequel when it comes out, the whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. But I'm not, as you can tell, I'm not that enthusiastic about yeah. it. Like I would be a traditional animated feature. It just didn't do it for me. It was a little too weird. And maybe mm -hmm. it was the Burton part, and I'd like Tim Burton. Yeah. But it was just a little too not what I was used to. I have a theory. Do you What's think that? it might be that they took Alice in Wonderland and the world of Wonderland too serious? Because if you yes. think about it, in the original cartoon, it's just blah all over the place, and there's no sense. And now they're like, oh, here's a plot. There's all these rules. Yeah. It's like, yeah, there's, yeah. It, it was just so weird. It was, it was too weird. I didn't like the Mad Hatter. I mean, I love Johnny Depp, but I didn't like him as a Mad Hatter. There was just so much for me not to like in that movie. And just, so I'm not super excited about the new one that's coming out, but I'll still probably see it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the behind the scenes. I'm excited for it. Have you seen the behind the scenes where they're showing like the, the, all the green screen that's going on? Everyone oh, yeah. is practically just the person's head floating in a sea of green and like that's how they're doing the takes and it's just like god this it's just and you know that bringing it back to jungle book a lot of it's got to be like that because all yeah. the actors it's all motion capture all of it like that's that, that's everything but the boy was motion capture so it's got to be the same kind of deal like just a bunch of green which means that little boy had to have done a damn good performance right to be dealing like for to not only be a child actor but to just be dealing with like a bunch of people with balls all over their head. He didn't have Well the actor that his the actor that's playing Mowgli is only I think he's like thirteen now. Yeah. Uh, he's but a kid. he doesn't really have anything under his belt. And Jonathan Favreau can if he's gonna be did if you, anybody's gonna be able to direct this kid, it's gonna be Jonathan Favreau. Did, did you call he's him awesome? Did you call him Jonathan? Does he go by oh John Favreau, sorry. No, I didn't I don't know. <laughs> I, did call him Jonathan I mean Favreau. Do you, you know guys, him personally? Yeah, is I was that, gonna say <laughs> <no>. <laughs> You know, I do that sometimes. There's a guy that I know that's he doesn't go by Matthew, but I call him Matthew, and he's like, my name's Matt. And I'm like, I can't get it out of my head that your name's not Matthew. And he's like, nobody calls me that but my mom. And I'm like, well, maybe because your mom, I talked to your mom. And so that's how I know you. It pisses him off, though. That's if awesome. I ever met John Favreau, I'd call him Jonathan. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> oh, okay, man. so who else, who else is on the cast? We got... Uh, Baloo is going to be Bill Murray, which would be cool. Oh, you want to take it over? Justin? <laughs> I, I can. Um, uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bill Murray's going to be playing Baloo. Ben Kingsley's playing Bagheera. Uh, Eldris Iba is playing El uh, Idris Elba. Bah. Is playing Shere Khan. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o is playing Raksha. Who's Raksha? That's the first time I've heard that. That's character. one of the wolves. Uh, that's uh, the mother wolf that kind of oh. raises Mowgli. Did, did they? Gotcha. Did her name uh, play out in the original film? Not they, the Disney animated feature. They didn't no. say their they names of the wolves. It. Okay. No. The only reason I know it is because I watched a little featurette about this one last night. Okay. Nice. Scarlett Johansson's playing Ka. And and the one that I'm I'm super excited about is is Christopher Walken playing King Louis. Uh, what about you guys? What which character or I guess actor are you excited the most about the character that they're playing? I gotta say uh, Idris Elba as Shere Khan sounds really impressive from what I've seen so far. I don't know how to feel about Bill Murray as Blue because I, I love Bill Murray. Who doesn't love Bill Murray, right? Yeah. But when I hear Bill Murray's voice, I think Garfield. And having Garfield oh, yeah. and Baloo, like, it's just, it's it's not the same. It's not going to yeah. be right to me. I'm going to keep thinking Garfield yeah. the whole time. Who would you who, who'd oh, you have cast for uh, Baloo then? Oh, shoot. I don't know. 
I'm not a cast. No, I don't. I have no clue. You, I'm the last person asked. Okay, that's a good call. That's that would be a really one. good call. Yeah, if he that would have been awesome. If he's not getting picked up for uh, Cloverfield uh, three, he could totally or Flintstones three. Or Flintstones three. <laughs> How about you, Ross? Who who are you the most excited about uh, casting wise? You know, there's a lot of these characters that I'm like, wow, that's really that's a really interesting casting choice. Uh, Sh- Scarlett Johansson as Ka is really cool, and Christopher Walken as King Louis is is really weird. It is weird. I'm I'm, I'm excited for it though because it's just it's like I never would have thought that, but I think it's gonna work. I really do. I have a lot of faith in my old friend Jonathan. He's he's got Everett. my he's got my tooth. He's got my tooth. <laughs> Yeah, so it, sounds, it just sounds so weird. Like I, I don't know what to expect from that. <laughs> well, okay, so we're we're all familiar with the uh, the '67 animated classic. Yes, and there was a lot of issues with that movie. I know that the uh, one of the writers, Bill Pete, actually walked out and left Disney um, during the uh, screen or during the process of storyboarding it. And they used a lot of Bill Pete's artwork for the characters, but they scrapped his story because apparently. His take on the story was much darker like it is in the original book. So I'm curious, do you guys think this version will be darker? Because the tone of it seems a little darker from what I've seen. I think so. I I mean I, I based on the trailer, it looks like it's gonna be a much more serious darker film. It seems like it. There's a, a trailer that came out just based on Shere Khan alone, and it's this like little monologue that Shere Khan does. And he's talking about his face. He's talking about man and what Mowgli's going to become. He says, little boys grow up to be men and look at my face. This is what men can do. And he's like missing an eye and he's all scarred up. So it's I was like, okay, this in that one trailer kind of changed my impression on the movie. Because I'll be honest, I wasn't excited about it before Mm -hmm. until I saw that trailer. And I have a good reason for not being excited about the movie. I have a theory that with all movies, if the toys are good, the movie's going to be good. If the toys are crap, the movie's usually crap. And I don't know if you guys have seen any of the toys for this. They're garbage. They are complete garbage. They're like the worst (laughs) things I've ever seen. I don't understand why they come out with toys in the first place for it. They didn't come out with toys for Cinderella or or Maleficent. They didn't. So what's the point? Because it's a boy adventure movie, they decided to do toys. That's kind of a cheap shot. Animals. Why why don't they just re-release the original toys, you know, and like... I don't know. Pay tribute to the animated classic. That'd be way cooler. Oh, we picked yeah. up some of those plushes that they had like a year ago or so, or two years ago. Did you see that when they brought them back to uh, like the Disney store? They had the re-release of the DVD oh, okay. or the Blu-ray. Yeah, we have like mm. King Louie and Baloo. They oh they they look like how the the dolls or in the the stuffed animals used to look. I think like they yeah, actually cool, did take their time making these, and they didn't look like smushed face or anything like that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Not if you guys have the little so, text you, conversation open, but I just sent you guys pictures okay. of what the toys look like, and oh, they no. they look pretty bad. Let's see. Like you mentioned, smushed oh, face that. characters. Yeah. There's a King Louis plush that looks really, really smushed. Oh my gosh! What the? And these are like full priced action figures that just look like, and they move like little McDonald's Happy Meal toys. Wow. I am like thoroughly this is a joke. Like someone It's disappointing. It is, okay, so Ross, remember your uh review for Batman vs Superman? Oh, how could I forget it? I watched it not too long ago and it was hilarious. Uh-huh. I loved it. <laughs> I felt that same way when I saw these toys. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's "What?" Bad. 
I was so hyped because like new Jungle Book movie, it's going to be awesome. And I go Toys R Us and I see these toys and I was just deflated. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like they're re-releasing all these old animated classics as live action animation or uh, live action movies. Um, it's kind of a weird trend. And I know that like we're not, this isn't the end of this. Like they're going to keep going and going and they're going to redo everything. Like well, they're gonna when, they're gonna when, make sure they ruin every childhood before they're done. Yeah, they gotta ring done. the last couple dollars out of every one yeah. of our childhood memories, right? Now, do you think that Disney is just filling like filling their plate full of this stuff because well, they know they're gonna make money number one, yeah. but also, do you think they're doing it to prevent other companies from t doing like Snow White and the Huntsman or all or the movie Pan, which you know Snow White and the Huntsman wasn't the greatest movie, and Pan was complete and utter trash do you think that disney is partially doing this on the other end to prevent other companies from even bothering or either that or they're trying to remind the fans that they did it first they did it right i don't know i mean if you're gonna do that just re-release the movie and whatever new version that they've got going on i would think so but you know what i think those other studios and those other companies are gonna make them anyways like i don't know if you know but there's another jungle book coming out yes. with motion capture it's being directed yes. by andy circus Mm -hmm. And it's basically the same idea. Yeah, it's like literally yeah. the same. It's going to be more based on the book, supposedly. But okay. weren't we just saying this one's going to be more based on the book too? So yeah. I mean, and it's not even like coming out years and years later. They just delayed next it this year. last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. two thousand eighteen next year. But it okay. was supposed to come out this year. Wow. And so, like, why would we have two of the same Jungle Book movie coming out? So yeah, I remember when they announced yeah. it that, that both weird. of them were. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think about since we're talking about the Jungle Book? What What are your thoughts on Andy Serkis's The Jungle Book? Is he directing it? He's directing it. He's directing you it. Know, so it's going to be all motion capture because that's all he knows, pretty much. Yeah. yeah I mean, and that's not a bad thing. He's great at it. He's like the best sure. at motion capture. I guess. So that's something to look forward to. But I guess. Other than that, it's. I mean, why? I don't need to see the same story again and again and again. Yeah, and I would say just just keep working on Planet of the Apes, Andy. Yeah, I'd be happy. Yeah, with for that. sure. Or, or at least yeah. tell us who uh, Snoke is. Yeah, right. I wish that I could say more about Andy Circus because I've never really watched any interviews with him, and everything I've ever watched or read about the guy is usually done from a, a biased perspective from the animation field. Like, and they don't particularly like him too much. Uh, yeah, and I've, I've heard they don't like him either. He's kind of a yeah, pain in the ass and to he, work with. Because, well, that, and I've heard that he doesn't really respect animators or the the craft. But then again, this is just all coming from a, a biased perspective of things that I've read. So I don't, I, because I've never heard his other side of the story and where he's coming from, you really, I can't really say anything about him as, a, as an actor or professional because... Everything I've heard has just been one-sided, so I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how this goes, but at the same time, we're going to get this movie this year, so what's the yeah. point of doing it again? Yeah. Are you looking forward to seeing any of the live-action remakes that are coming up? Not in particular, no. I mean, none of them. I mean, well, what are they doing? Little Mermaid? Is that announced? Is that official? I think so. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, right? Yeah. And they, I think they'll be okay. I think they'll be good. I wasn't like in particular very excited about Cinderella, but I enjoyed it. I loved it. I didn't hate it. I just, you know, I was like, oh, okay, that was good. Better than I expected for a live action remake. Maleficent was pretty good. 
they they should start getting behind that um, Guillermo del Toro uh, Haunted, Haunted, Haunted Mansion. Mansion. That's what I want to see. I want to see more movies based off of rides. Yes. A buddy, that, a buddy yeah. of mine said that he saw uh, Ryan Gosling and uh, and uh, Guillermo del Toro at walking out of Club Thirty Three when that was being announced that they were going to do that movie. Um, so Ryan, heard- Ryan Gosling is a, a good guy to get behind in the I think in the horror side of it. He, yeah, but, he's definitely a fan of of that genre, right? And I think he, well, he could bring something. So they're also going to be doing Pete's Dragon that we've seen a trailer for recently, which I don't know necessarily how I feel about that. Yeah, uh, that's be- kind of how I feel about it. It could be okay. Like I don't I don't know how much stock to put in these things. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast is coming up. I guess they're going to be doing a a, a version of uh, One Hundred and One Dalmatians about Cruella Deville, which could be really interesting. I want to see a movie just about Horse and Jasper. That's what I want to see. Which, <laughs> oh, which, so if you cool. think about it, it's just the movie that they made with Glenn Close. Like having, uh, gosh, what's his name? Um, ha- uh, House playing uh, Horace or Jasper. I can't remember which mm-hmm. one he played. Did you guys see that movie? Mm-hmm. Which the, one? Live the live action, action one. Yeah. 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 Well, it looks that, like that. Sophia Coppola has been announced to direct. The uh, Little Mermaid, which could be kind of fun. Um, I don't know if you guys yeah. ever saw uh, Marie Antoinette. That was a really visually a neat movie, and I, I liked what she that she had done with the with the, with her take on it, putting like a pair of pink Converse inside this like Victorian era film. You know, it was like in the music choices it was very cool. So that could be kind of cool. And you know, the one movie that I'm kind of looking forward to as far as a live action remake goes. Then again, I'm I'm kind of biased, but. I'm really stoked on what Tim Burton's going to do with Dumbo because I think that he's going to kill it. Yeah, it's I want to see weird. that. I want to see that pink elephant. Weird, man. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Pink elephants. That's what I was oh, that's going to be the best part to come out of it. I hope. I don't know. It, it could be good, he could though. He could just the just world, do a black the circus world. Just the circus world done by Tim Burton's going to be insane. Just well, that we, whole yeah. carny yeah, those jacked up clowns that are firefighters like all that whole thing's going to be nuts. Um, they're also doing Mulan. Are they really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Are they got Mushu in it? That would be cool. They I hope they get Eddie Murphy to play Yeah, or, yeah Eddie Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> and Aladdin. Aren't, were they, I think they were talking about possibly doing Aladdin as well. Um, which probably. became a question of how do you, how do you approach the genie with, with, Without Robin uh, Williams? Robin Williams have been such an iconic genie. Whatever the Broadway. Invent the, that anybody can do the genie because the guy that did it at Disneyland did a great job and then yeah. there's a there's a different take on the genie as far as the Broadway show goes and I've heard nothing but good things about him too so it'll be mm. cool it'll be different and they are doing Pinocchio I guess so they're doing all of everything there's just there's nothing and they're gonna leave unturned I think what they should do with these remakes is what they did with um, Mary Poppins just do it from a different perspective do it from the behind the scenes when they were trying to get the movie going like I would want to see those movies sure just like keep bringing this. Tom Hanks back as as uh, as Walt as Walt yeah. and just make a, a movie about every time they made a movie it's gonna get so meta eventually it's gonna be a movie about making that movie because uh-huh. they need more money. They're like, we need, come on. Sure, we'll be <laughs> yeah. happy. In, in 50 years, they'll make a movie about Tom Hanks playing Walt. Playing Walt in, yes. right. yeah. It's going to be nice. A rehash of a rehash of a rehash of a rehash. <laughs> it'll be it'll be Colin. Colin will be playing his father. God, I can't believe how bad these toys looked. I'm just, I just took another look at them. They are so <laughs> stupid. 
Yeah. What is I was, wrong? I'm a big toy collector. Like I collect tons of Disney toys. So I was like when going to the store, heard they just came out. And I was, I'm just, I'm still bummed. I can't even look at these things. Like they're just, they're awful. It, you should see a move. I'm actually going to put out a video on my channel about how awful they are. You should do an episode about how you could repaint them to look, make them look better than they ever. I could, I definitely like could. Like cosplay Chris. Ooh. You know, the, the little Mowgli figure. Did you guys ever see Nacho Libre? Yeah. Yes. You know, Escalito. he looks like El Skeleto. He, yeah. He looks just <laughs> like him. It's, he cracks me up the eyes and everything. You guys aren't going to believe this, but I'm actually wearing my red Mowgli uh, underwears right now. Ooh. I believe it. Yeah. Maybe that could be saved for a little uh, bonus segment on Dano After Dark later. Mm -hmm. There you go. Real dark. <laughs> oh, man. My hands um, are in the air with this one. I just don't know how to feel. Like, the toys are throwing me off, but that whole mm -hmm. Shere Khan plot line makes me really interested. So mm -hmm. it could go either way. It could really go either way. I, I'm gonna say is, that I think the toys were a misfire. I'm just gonna say that that I'm gonna forget I even saw those, and I think the movie is gonna be really good, <laughs> just because I have a lot of faith in like. Although I wasn't the biggest fan of Elf, um, actually I hated that movie, but Jonathan Fav or John Favreau, God damn, it's your good buddy uh, Jonathan. It's okay. How can so you not bad. like Elf? There's something wrong with you if you There's don't. There's nothing like wrong Elf with me. I, that, you know yeah, what? I hate this is Christmas movies, on, but even I like Elf. It's yeah. a terrible movie, and 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 Will Ferrell is a terrible, terrible actor comedian i don't even want to call him a comedian because he's not even a comedian he's, an, he's a bad actor i hate will ferrell this is actually i'm going to do a new youtube segment it'll probably be out when this podcast comes out but it's going to be unpopular opinions and i'm going to voice my unpopular <laughs> opinions about one thing per episode and i'm going to talk about the reasons why these things are universally loved and the reasons why i absolutely can't stand that said thing yeah, but, I can't uh, wait to hear how I can't wait to hear how Brian takes uh, this episode. He's probably gonna have a cow at all the things that you've said, all the yeah. disparaging things you've said. Yeah, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. I didn't really have that many disparaging things. I mean, to say I I, I liked um, the last Alice in Wonderland remake, and I enjoyed uh, the Wizard of Oz movie, and I I liked I, that one. I like those movies, man. So. I didn't really have anything bad to say about any of this. I'm stoked for it. I'm stoked. I think I liked Oz the Great and Powerful because of what, um, I can't even think of his name now. Franco? James Franco? Yeah, what, what James Franco brought to the role. I think that's what I liked about it. I thought visually it was really cool too. And Mila it was kind of cool to see, it was kind of cool to see Disney take it on because originally it was a, um, MGM property. Yeah, I, well I think a, it, there's a lot of um, there was a bunch of books, and I think that what Walt did was Walt bought a bunch of the rights to a, a huge selection of Wizard of Oz books. So there's more that Disney can pull from in that universe, and he tried to make a little backstory behind that behind that movie is he tried to Walt tried to make a live action Wizard of Oz movie later on, and it didn't work. And he did a little test for the Walt Disney or the the Wizard of Oz movie that he was going to make on the um, Mickey Mouse Club. And after he saw that, he absolutely hated it. And he took the funds that he was going to make uh, the Wizard of Oz movie. And I believe that he made, um, what was the the movie that came after Mary Poppins? Babes in Toyland. Oh, okay. So the money that went was going to go to a Wizard of Oz remake went to Babes in Toyland. Okay. So Disney's been trying to redevelop 
uh, or do an Oz movie since Walt was alive. But they Honestly, did. For- they did Return to Oz. That really dark, oh, they did. up one with Feruza Balk. It was so good. That. Treatment and all that. Yeah, that was Disney. Yeah. I just found it right now. I saw, yeah, Return to I Oz was a, awesome. I saw a re-screening of that uh, maybe like five years ago. That someone we locally they have like um, revival screenings of of older films, and they did that one. It was cool to see up on the big screen. That's so it awesome. Was, it's yeah. a good movie. Dark, dark movie. Oh, the yeah. pumpkin head man I, and yeah. and the queen who had all the different heads and what were those? I'm sorry, the, is that huh? is that not Jack Skellington? Pretty much, yeah, right. And then there At what, least what the else was there? Yeah, oh yeah, because he's all lanky and stuff. And and then there was what were those guys on the ro- the wheelies or the wheelers? Yeah, that's what those guys are called. I just yeah. remember one of them. Dorothy says like to one of them, he's she's like, "You behave," and then. He says back to her, she's like, he's like, you behave, and like runs away. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> it's like one of those movies as a kid, like I saw probably a hundred times. So before we end this, um, the trailer for Rogue One it came out uh, this last week. This is going to be an hour long podcast. <laughs> Apologies now. I, Dano, you did you, did a re- you did a reaction on your on your page, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of. It was very brief, but we just, it's okay. like me and the family talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I think I watched that tonight. So what are your thoughts, to reiterate, what are your thoughts for the uh, about Rogue, Rogue One? I'm excited for it now. I mean, I, I there was just no information on it before. All we had was a screenshot, and that was it. Like, you know, one clip of the cast. But now I'm stoked on it. I'm, uh, I'm not mad that there's another female lead. I think that's going to be pretty cool. I think that's awesome. Like, why not? Felicity uh, Jones is a great choice. Yeah, it, it looks really cool. Seeing all the ATATs, not at ats. They are not at ats. They are ATATs because you don't call them ats when you're talking about chicken walkers. Uh, but either way, seeing all the ATATs on the screen and the beach and there's palm trees and it just—I don't know—I'm stoked. I'm really. I'm stoked. more excited about that movie than I am about eight. Hmm. And that's that's hard to to fathom just because uh. I think it's taking star wars into a new direction while keeping it under the shadow of the original storyline it's just an interesting concept i hope it does well and opens the door to different type genre movies within the star wars universe like uh i don't know like spinal tap but about figuring deanne and the modal nodes you know like weird documentaries about things that happen within that universe that are not star wars style movies at all that would be awesome that would be really cool because, I mean, this is going to be like a heist film, right? Essentially. Yeah, it's going to be a heist okay. film. So That's cool. Who knows what the other ones are going to be? Yeah. We'll get buddy comedies, some New rom-coms. Yeah. <laughs> a you Star know, Wars rom-com. I think really, for the most part, like, you know, any Star Wars is going to be, well, I, I, this is another unpopular opinion, but uh, if it's Star Wars, it's going to be good. You know, even when it's bad, it's like pizza, you know? Even it's still cheese <laughs> and bread. You could you so. could pick off the you could pick off the mushrooms and still you know yeah, still yeah. get it down yeah. your gullet. Yeah, even if it looks like that Chewbacca pizza at Disneyland, it's still pizza. You can just rip off that Wookie barf looking shit all over it, and there's still some bread there. Still good. <laughs> so oh man, regardless yeah, of people's I mean, opinions, there and are thoughts things on I like from the prequels. Time. Sure, I don't, I don't hate the prequels. I'm not a prequel hater. I don't love them, but I don't hate them like a lot of right. people do. I will admit hateable... one is kind of garbage, but I don't hate it. Yeah, there, I will there's hateable watch. stuff in all three of those rem- or the, all three of those movies, yeah. but they're Star Wars, you know, whatever. 
Who cares? Yeah, it's Star it's Wars. Star Wars. It's, it's, you know, a couple it's, hours it's they get to spend in that universe. So yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Definitely. Yeah. You got lightsabers. So yeah, it, cool. We're all in agreement that Road One looks good. Yeah, it looks great. I, I, I think, I think this is gonna be. This was a good investment by Disney, and I think they're taking it in the right direction. They're taking it serious. I mean, not too, not too serious. You know, obviously, they they did play, you know, some great jokes in in the Force Awakens. You know, they're they're not being like, oh, it's got to be a serious film. Like they're they're able to have fun and light with the films. I think that's good. But yeah, they definitely. are taking it. They are taking it serious. They're they're looking at the long run, which is how can we, which is kind of scary because. Are you guys afraid of oversaturation with all these films? Nope. Not really. But think about it. Film every, every year. year for as long as... Forever. Yeah, forever. forever. As long yes, as there's please. money to be milked. Like, yeah, of course. It, I mean, it'll make sense that we'll have Star Wars land Oh yeah. at yeah. that point. No, I think the, the cinematic universe they're trying to build is going to be awesome. I think it's going to be better than Marvel. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm already sick of the... I'm sick of the superhero... I think Not I was me. sick of it before it even started. And we're like, just starting liked, the third like section of it. I, I liked it. Iron Man. I liked Iron Man, and then after that, I kind of like fell off the map. I liked the... all of them. I could you care less. I like I like all of them. I like all those movies. I like the whole genre. I mean, think about it. Like to me, um, the whole superhero genre of movies have taken over for the uh, the nineteen eighties badass. Um, you you know, like uh, action movies. There's not really any action movies anymore. Or the ones that are there are just like the Bond. There's ones no more over the top, or yeah, it's exactly hardcore, it's hardcore like Henry. Well, there's you know person? they're they're far that's a weird, yeah, that's a weird thing. That's the, a you know, there's, there, I think there's not like a bunch of diehards anymore. There's not like you know any of the Charles Bronson movies. There's not like hordes and hordes of bad '80s, awesome bad '80s action movies. Now it's kind of filtered into you know with CG. Uh, it's filtered into superheroes, which to me, ninety percent of the time, these movies have. A lot of great qualities to them. I still think they can't get Batman, Superman, and Spider-Man right, which is weird because, in my opinion, those are the big three. I mean, those are the three top superheroes that, me personally, I care about more than anything. So yeah, I mean, they Spider Spider-Man died after Tobey Maguire left the position. I mean, yeah, but even the third one, you know, those movies went progressively downhill. Because of studio no, they, were, involvement. they got better and better. What are you talking Absolutely. about, man? <laughs> Sam Raimi was just was... totally, just totally took advantage of the 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 character and the the storyline and just had fun with it. I think. I well, think he I just like... at that point he wasn't taking it serious anymore. He's like, well, no, I'm out of here I, after this. He could he couldn't have done what he wanted to do with it. I mean, he was talking about doing Spider-Man Four, and he was like getting all crazy like with the casting choices, like John Malkovich, because he really wanted to be like fu to Sony. Because Sony kept interjecting into his shit and making him do all kinds of weird stuff, like put in a bunch of villains and sell more toys and all this shit that Sony does, you know. And and they Sony is just the butchers of everything. So ah man, like they just can't get it right. And but the, with the superhero movies, they've just been able to really like capture that essence of '80s shitty awesomeness and and just add in all kinds of characters that. I either cared about or didn't care about, and now I do care about them. So I'm I'm all for those superhero movies, except for Batman v Superman. But that's a whole nother ball my, of shit. My last my last favorite <laughs> action movie was the Last Action Hero. After that, I stopped caring. Yeah, because that movie was so bad. It just like killed the genre. Right there, <laughs> you the hold, Last Action Hero. You, you hold your tongue, Mister. 
What, Last Action Hero? Yeah, that was a great movie. It was not a great movie. It was it was it's funny. So, it's so meta, dude. It's so meta before meta was the thing. That's true. <laughs> before, anyway. Before Arnold Schwarzenegger even knew that he was meta. That's or true. could be. Alright, guys. Um yeah, I think I think this was a great episode. I think we really kinda I, I don't know. Dan, are you gonna come back on this podcast? Yeah, if you guys will have me, I'll come back. Sure, let me know. I'm definitely down to do it again. Yeah, man. Right. I I I always have I always wonder if, if our guests are down to come back if they're if they're afraid of all of our crazy no. opinions. Oh no, no not at not all, have, man. I'd love to come back. I would love to have somebody that is afraid of our crazy opinions. You're pointing to Dano. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're Wait, pointing am to I the really? toys. No, it depends on how you have toys. it set up. I'm down I'm down here. Oh, there you go. No, I, I'm actually. That'd be awesome if we had a, a guest on here that was just afraid of our opinions and thoughts. We should actually think of somebody that would would be offended. You know, I think we would lose a friendship though. Because honestly, if we really had somebody that was like super offended by my comments, like they would never talk to me again. You know, it'd just be like one of those things they would not want to be associated with me. So, yeah. I think we'll stay away from that and just keep on the the cool people like Dano from the oh, Dano thanks. channel. Thank you. Did I mention that I'm wearing my red Mowgli underwears? Yeah, yes, you did. We're, next time we'll have to have a strip, a strip podcast. Every time somebody says, um, we have to take off a piece oh, of there you go. clothing. I, I'll share my, my, uh, I'll share a picture of that on the video version of the, of the podcast yes, yes, for you definitely. guys who are listening now. Just wait until go check it out. It'll come out next week. On uh, the you guys, you guys will enjoy a little enticement to watch it on YouTube again. Yes. Yes. You got to put things out there that make people want to go watch this on YouTube. Definitely. Well, Definitely. thank you, Dano, okay. for joining us. And you can catch Dano at the Dano channel. And it's, is it Dano Flores on Twitter? Yeah. At Dano Flores on Twitter Okay, and Instagram and, about, and all that other good stuff. Yeah. And are you on Snapchat? I've heard I need to get I back on there. At Dano Flores on Snapchat. I just started. I'm going to find you. I just started too. Nice. Cool. Wait. Yeah, I, got, I was doing it for a while, and then I just started realizing that I just wasn't into it. But yeah, I got to get like back on. Literally up. no value to it at all that I found. But I'm still doing it. I was having fun with it. I was, I was make, I was like pushing people and like opening up the door and screaming obscenities at them and shutting the door back on them and things like that. But <laughs> going up to my coworkers and saying weird stuff. I'm gonna start doing that to my kids. <laughs> all right, Ross, take us out of this episode. I don't know what what do you normally say. I, it's, it changes from time to time. It's usually whatever I feel like. So thank you guys for joining us today. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Facts. And I'm Roscoe Soul Train. You can find me at Roscoe Soul Train on Twitter, Instagram. I don't even know what I'm saying because they're not those things at all. But if you do that, you can find something of some sort somewhere, I think. So try that. And uh, Justin, where can, they find, where can these lovely people find you on social media? You, you can find me just about anywhere, um, including Snapchat, at Monster Films, M-A-W-N-S-T-O-R. Did I spell that right? Monster. <laughs> yeah, M-A-W-N-S-T-O-R Films. And uh, yeah, I do silly stuff just like Roscoe, but Roscoe yeah. does it better. That's not true. I do it shittier. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also, if you want to give him a direct line, you can call him at 1-800-PLAYGIRL, and he will talk dirty and nasty to you uh, for a small fee per minute. while wearing his Mowgli underwear yes, yes. <laughs> or not wearing so, his Mowgli underwear but that costs extra 
And yeah. sometimes on Fridays on Dano After Dark. It's casual Friday Dano. It's the, yeah. that's the thing. Casual Friday Dano. No pants Friday. Right. I'm going to say goodbye, guys, and uh, you guys have a wonderful day. Bye, right. guys. Bye. Oh, yeah. Bye, you guys who are listening to us. Bye. Goodbye. You made it this far. Goodbye.